0: They're like, if casual and cool, had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com.
1: In this special edition of the Real Trending podcast, we're speaking to real estate leaders on what they're doing to minimize the impact of the coronavirus on their businesses. We'll talk about actions they're taking, lessons learned from 2008, and more. This is Tracy Velt, editor-in-chief of content for Real Trends. Today, we're speaking to Jack Fry, broker owner of Remax of Reading in Pennsylvania. Welcome, Jack.
0: Hi, Tracy. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. So I really want to know how you're doing. Tell me a little bit about how you're feeling right now, Um, setting the numbers aside for a moment. Just tell me what you're you're feeling and what you're hearing from other brokers.
0: Uh, Well, our state of Pennsylvania, our governor last week actually shut us down as far as doing any real estate activities. Um, as, especially ones that don't follow the social distancing protocol. So there's a lot of things we can do that we can uh, do from uh, afar, uh, social media and such, FaceTiming and, and the like. So we're, we're really trying to stay focused on that. It, it, there are anxious times right now. Uh, there's so many things that we don't know or truly understand, not, on, oh, not only with um the virus, but with how to conduct or what we can conduct in business. So the challenges we have right now, everybody's anxious. Everybody's uh, um, really a little bit at wits, and uh, at the end of, end of the wits, and they're trying to figure out and ascertain what can they do and how do they stay safe. So those are all, this is new territory. Um, so there's a lot of anxiousness, but we're mm-hmm. we're doing a, I think we're doing a pretty good job of dealing with it because we are in their face all the time with some information, and that's what they're looking for. They want okay. the void they have to be filled. So
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, let's talk about some of the steps you've taken immediately to lessen the impact on your company. Um, and to meet the requirements of the local government.
0: Well, uh, the first thing that we had to do, I had to look at, and within 48 hours I went back in and uh, rebuilt my entire budget for the rest of the year, and I call it the coronavirus budget uh, new edition. And with that, I, I looked at everything that I can strip away from the budget and reduce. The two largest pieces that I think all of us have are going to be our uh, facilities, our space, and our human resources. and uh, That makes up 80% of my expenses, and I have to focus on those two areas. So I went in and renegotiated the rent with my landlord, who happens to be me, and, and I, I'm going to reduce the rent. And we, are, we have removed five part-time people from our business, Uh, on temporary leave, and we're looking at uh, or putting three more full-time on temporary leave until we get through this. So we're very much being aggressive in what we have to do to reduce expenses because I want to go back to my agents and reduce their monthly expenses uh, to me, and this is the way I can do it and and hopefully uh, get through all of this in in, uh, good shape. So the first thing we're doing is really rehabbing our budget and going back to all the vendors that we have and renegotiating with every one of them. And, and in particular, I mean, another thing that we actually are, are still doing, uh, newspaper advertising on a Sunday in the real estate section, and I just called the newspaper and renegotiated with them and got a uh, 50% discount for a month until we get, see what the next month looks like. So go out and talk to your vendors right now, see what you can do to reduce your budget, and you're overhead, don't wait, got to do it now.
1: Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about what you're doing with your agents. You said you're you're giving them all types of information and staying in contact. How are you doing that and give me more specifics about that.
0: Okay, I'm uh, we're doing video casts and then sending them out um, Vimeo, uh I am my managers are and my HR gal is doing a great job, I'm sorry, my uh, IT gal is doing a great job of teaching everybody how to use FaceTime, how to use Zoom, how to use GoMeeting, and how to do business with their clients. Uh, we're uh, uh, face-to-face, but, you know, with using technology. We are training every day, multiple times a day, and with face-to-face meeting uh, you know, the, with technology face-to-face and doing seminars, if you will. I don't, I don't even want to call them seven, seminars. They're just group meetings where we're giving them information. Um, okay. We're giving them information how to use it. And we've been doing that for a long time, and a lot of our agents were advanced in that area, but some lagged behind. Now all of a sudden they see the need for it, and so we need to be in front of them telling them how to use FaceTime in front of their clients. Uh, for example, and, and we'll put examples out to our agents. Um, uh, one of our agents did, a, uh, their, the seller did FaceTime, walk through the house with the agent doing FaceTime and the buyer doing FaceTime, and the buyer actually physically walked through the house, um, not physically walked through the house, but walked through the house virtually. Virtually. And mm-hmm. with the, the seller answering questions and telling them about the property. They hung up, and then the agent and, my, uh, and the client talked a little bit. And they didn't come to a, a, a transaction, but there was a showing that happened. It was purely by technology, and no physical contact, social distancing completely in place. So it's, it's a way to do it. You know? And those are the things that they want to know specifics how to do, still do business within the framework of what the governor's mandates are. And the mandates are don't do real estate activities that uh, don't have proper social distancing. So now how do we figure that out and do proper social distancing and still do uh, closing settlements, still do, you know, agreements of sale, still do showings and and the like? And uh, how do you list a property that you can, you know, if you have social distancing? So they want to know the how-tos on all specifics, and, and we're giving them to them.
1: Okay, that's great. And do you, I mean, have you seen a huge drop in your your listings right now, or um, haven't you felt that effect quite yet?
0: Well, actually, we were going to lay somebody off that was in, you know, directly in that um, wheelhouse inside our office, and I just got a text before our conversation is that we're going to hold off on one of them because we got 28 more closings to the end of the month, And we have uh, 11 new agreements of sale that came in this week. And this this is all during, quote-unquote, the shutdown. So I'm not quite, you know, so let's talk in another week or two, and I'll tell you, I'm sure it's going to diminish because the one thing that has happened is the amount of showings have dropped in our office from, on our properties from 550 down to 250. So when you have less showings, it's going to generate less uh, agreements and settlements and sales and such.
1: Yeah. And what about the closing side? What, what are you finding as far as um, how are you handling closing, closings?
0: Okay. So our title company uh, ob- obviously is very much affected, and we put a statement out to all our agents as to what our policy is, and we work one out as to where our, our title closers do not have to be in contact with the the consumers so we have a policy now that you drive up to the title company you sit out in the parking lot you call us we come out in in a manila envelope hand you the packet of information you sign it everybody has gloves on you give it back we'll review it make sure you've signed and done have done everything you'll give us your ids or make copies of them you will give us the check you need to give us to close and then the buyer, the seller comes up a half an hour later and does the same process. And then when we, we have the whole package complete, then, we, then we'll disperse funds within a day or whenever, as soon as we can. Your challenges with that are all uh, mortgage companies need to be accepting uh, electronic signatures. If not, you've got to have wet signatures, which means you have to come by and do what I, the protocol I just followed um, we also, our courthouses are shut down to the public, but we can still do title searches electronically and file things electronically. Um, there is a question about if our recorder of deeds is going to allow notaries that are uh, e-notaries, um, and we now found out that they will. So these are all the details you have to figure out, the nuances behind the, the, the curtain to, to get the deal not only closed at settlement but also recorded then. Uh, there's a gap insurance out there that you can get for your insurance policy from the time you uh, insured the policy until you go to settlement. That gap, there's there's a uh, something out there called gap insurance to get that covered. So we have figured out how to close the deals yet. So the title company piece is put together, okay. and now the mortgage company mortgage company piece is that how do they and the more that move to electronic acceptance of electronic signatures, the better and quicker we're going to move forward with this. And we do mandate that the, the title co- or the mortgage company must give us the documents at least 24 hours in advance, so the consumer has time to review them and ask questions of the mortgage company before they come to the drive-up and uh, appointment for the closing at our company.
1: Okay, great. So, obviously, you've been through the 2008 downturn. So, what did you learn or do that you find is helping you lead through this current um, chaotic time?
0: Well, there is a difference, and the one that, the biggest difference is the 2008 downturn You could kind of see it, you could kind of feel it, but it wasn't really in your back door. It was happening some other place, and eventually, 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 it got to you, and bang, there you were. You know, it was kind of like the old frog sitting in the pan of water. You turn up really gradually, he doesn't even know he's dying, and all of a sudden he's cooked. If you throw him into a hot pan of water, he jumps out right away. Well, I feel like I'm in a hot pan of water right now. Instantly, we have this upon us, and now we've got to figure it out. This isn't something we can dawdle around and think about. This is something we've got to take focus to immediately and address how to reduce your cost of operation, how to continue to operate within the realms of the law and the mandates that are out there, and how to use technology at a greater level uh, you know, way that we've been using it already and just really implementing um, new strategies. And we are – I said this earlier, but I need to say it again. One of the most important things that you as a leader of a company can do is you must communicate what is on your mind and the policies and give them leadership, fill the voids of questions they have, and, and be on it immediately, read, absorb, listen to everything that's going on, and then come down to make some decisions. Um, I had one of my agents, and I just a little antidote here, uh, texted me last night, and I, I took it as a really great compliment. He said, you would have made a fine Marine field commander with the way you're handling this situation. And in fact, that's what we are. We're a commander in the battlefield, and we are getting thrown... So many different things at us, not daily, not hourly, but many times upon the minute I get things fired at me. And you've got to be able to adjust to what's going on in your environment. And if you're the leader, uh, your whole platoon behind you, you've got to tell them what you're doing, how we're going to do it, what direction we're going in, and be specific with them. Because there's way too much out there that doesn't give them any guidance. So yeah. guide your people. Be be a yeah. leader. This is a great opportunity to step up and be what you want to be inside your company.
1: Yeah. The best Definitely. leader you can. And do you see it impacting real estate, uh, the way real estate is conducted uh, in the future, uh, long-term? I don't mean the market long-term. I mean how real estate is conducted, open houses, um, relationships, uh, closings. Do you see it having a long-term effect on that or back to business as usual once the crisis is over?
0: Well, I think um, the longer this draws out, the more familiar and comfortable they will be, all our agents will be getting with technology, and so will the consumer, that they will find a comfort level in doing it because they're forced into doing it. They can't can't do anything. They can't look at houses. um, Consumers can't look at houses unless they virtually or FaceTime or something like that. So they're going to all of a sudden find that, you know, that wasn't so bad. We can maybe do it. So I think proof will be in the pudding when it sets. Um, Mm -hmm. In another six months, we can go back and visit this and ask the same question and we'll see just what's in place. But I do think in the long term, uh, technology is really going to play uh, a new role, uh, a higher, more intense role, but it's never, ever, ever going to replace the human relationship and the, that bond we have between us and people. You still need it, and it's still, uh, they need our advice. So it's going to help us maybe do it a little more efficiently. Um, I guess that's how I look at it. Time will tell.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and um Remax International has done some things as well, haven't they? Didn't they cut um or they allowed a deferment of of payments or something like that? I'm they they have. That. They've
0: allowed a deferment okay. of the the um, management fee they collect and the institutional okay. ad fee they collect. They they allowed for a deferment of it. They also have a product called FIRST, which is a phenomenal an uh, um, AI uh, product that mm-hmm. searches our agent's database and tells them who's most likely to um, sell their house. They put that product in our agent's hands free for the next 90 days. Um, they're giving them ways to generate some business and fill the pipeline for down the road um, to form their, their database. So, that yes, they've added things, and I've got to do the same from my end. I know I'm taking it, and all of my uh, leadership staff and all my staff are taking 20% this, a reduction in salaries. And then we're also going to try to uh, reduce many more things inside the expenses. So we, we feel and know the pain they're in because their income is going to be reduced. There's no two ways about it, and, and it's not going to get recovered real quickly. So we gotta, we're gonna jump in the boat with them and be right there with them, and we're gonna show them uh, that we're, we're, you know, right there in the ranks with them.
1: Jack, thanks so much for sharing um, your experience with real trends. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us.
0: Absolutely, my pr- pleasure. Always love talking with you.